Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The Chaser Report is recorded on Gadigal land. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report with Dom and Charles. I'm Charles Firth and with me today is special guest Andrew Hansen. Hello Charles, yes I'm uh, coming to you from Melbourne and uh, Charles I believe you're in in Sydney. Uh, Can we not talk about it? Can we not? A typical Melbourne person bringing this up. I knew you would bring this up Andrew. It's a bit of a thing. A bit Which of a thing has just happened, hasn't it? Well, we should probably explain it. Do you want to explain it because you're so good or what? Well, uh, uh, no, because I haven't read the article. But, uh, <laughs> okay, I'll... <laughs> I, I saw the headline and I rolled my, I rolled my eyes so hard I got a headache <laughs> and did not read, the, <laughs> didn't read no. the article. So you can tell us. So Charles. this morning there's a report has been, has been released that says that Melbourne is now officially bigger than Sydney. Like, essentially, the biggest city in Australia is fucking Melbourne. Is now Melbourne. Yeah. Finally, as Melbourne people would say, we've finally proven our point here <laughs> in Melbourne that we are actually the best city here and, and the population have recognised it. It's like a vote, isn't it? It's like voting. The population's the same as voting. It's whoever gets the most is the best. Yes, yes. <clears throat> Don't you think? Well, but I see, I've grown up my entire life thinking, well... You know, yeah, sure, Melbourne has much better coffee, much nicer people. It's sort of got a better geography and better public transport and and everything. But Sydney is the best because it's the biggest. Like, I live in the biggest city in Australia. Now, now what have I got? I've got Sydney, the biggest fucking lame-ass shithole where you can't even go out at night unless you just want to gamble. And we don't even have the fucking biggest. We're like the Chicago of Australia. We're just this sort of fucking middling piece of fucking shit. Why, why, why have you let this happen? See, the thing is, and it's sort of a technicality, right, because it's very close, right? Melbourne has 4.8754 million people, which is 18,700 more than Sydney, right? So they're, they're basically it's a dead heat. Right. And and it's because of definitions. Like it's about the significant urban area. Right. And like in electoral politics, every few years, geographers rewrite what the boundaries of significant urban area are. Right. Based on, you know, like where Mm. people live and, you know, what services they have and stuff like that. It's not because Melbourne's better. It's just like because they fucking rewrote the map. Well, hang on, they should go further. If that's the case, the mm. Melbourne geographers, if they really want Melbourne to, to be ahead, mm. they should just extend the boundaries to, to Perth. Yes. They say, yeah, Melbourne includes, um, it includes Adelaide, it includes Perth. It, it includes Sydney. We might as well include Sydney as part of Melbourne. That would make Melbourne much bigger. <laughs> 
would certainly have another five million people. Would in that it. mean that we would get your coffee? <clears throat> uh, well, yeah, I, I suppose it, it technically would, you know, because baristas I, I think are so broke they'd have to this commute. This would solve a lot of problems. From, and would we get mm. all the sort of like left-wing politics and people all dressing in skivvies and and wanting to save the environment? Yeah, yeah unfortunately, you yeah, yeah you would okay. get the yeah. you would get a lot of irritating, self-satisfied, smug, woke people. Mm. Yes, yeah, I imagine you would, you know, because um, urban sprawl and all that sort of thing, you know, and mm. just moving back and forth. But but, but I wonder no, but what, if we did that. I wonder if Melbourne would. But maybe the thing is, we would have an influence. Like if you sort of if Sydney, if you envelop Sydney, maybe you'd get worse coffee and. And have sort of real real people who actually just aren't didactic pains in the ass. <laughs> yeah, we would, and, and maybe nice weather. I mean, I wonder if we could get some some rays, of sunlight. Nah, that's never do you think they'd, they'd travel? Do you think they'd they'd commute to get to the Melbourne I, bit of Melbourne? I don't know. I tell you what, I I spent uh, a week in Melbourne in the last week, like last week, and it is the fucking fucktest fucking weather in the fucking universe it is just well, you know what well, you know the week the week you were here that, mm. that's the best week of the year that, <laughs> that's the nicest what you were here it, in the middle of, of april which mm. is honestly melbourne's nicest weather of the entire 12 months but the weather around. made so no sense it was like a satirical it was like oh you put the weather on for the comedy festival or something because you know you'd, <laughs> it would be a boiling hot humid day and then it would just start to rain and you'd look up in the sky, there'd be no clouds. And my kids would say, Where where is the rain coming from, Dad? And it'd be like, I don't know. Where the like it's yep. just they've obviously like in Melbourne they just turn on the rain. They just ignore the rest of the weather patterns. They just go, Okay, yeah, it'll start raining now. It's just yeah, yeah. It, no, that, that that's right. We don't need clouds here for the weather to be nasty. No? <laughs> yeah, that's right. And then, no, and then night, was... we also do night time in the middle of the day here. Like y- you yes. know, I, I don't know if you've ever visited during June or July, or or August in Melbourne, but um, it's kind of like you know those sort of Scandinavian crime shows where it's always night time. Yes, it's pretty much like that. You know, I mean, we we're basically in Antarctica. So <clears throat> I've I've often been known to walk down the street. To find lunch with with a torch. Yes, you know I need a I need a battery powered means of just seeing as I go if if it's overcast in Melbourne in the middle of the day. Do you ever fit one of those miners' lamps to your beret? That's what you know. That that that's, that's what comes standard with a Melbourne beanie. Yeah, every Melbourne beanie is equipped with a, a miners' lamp so you can get down the street. <laughs> Yeah. I, I did notice also in the news, Charles, by the way, on this sort of Sydney-Melbourne rivalry, you know the CEO sleepout, which is which, which they book in for June? Yes. <clears throat> this was in the news today. Sydney In Sydney, something like five times the number of CEOs have signed up to sleep outdoors in June compared to Melbourne. <laughs> and I, I just thought, well, I wonder why. Why could? Why would it be that you might be slightly more amenable to sleeping outside on a balmy tropical evening in, in, in a Sydney June than in the middle of an Antarctic storm? But also with, with, with bloody... Like, June, isn't that when Vivid is? Like, wouldn't it be the most spectacular sleep out you'd ever had? Like, <laughs> you'd be out all night partying yeah. anyway. Yeah. You'd just um, yes, you'd yes. be warmed by the the bathe of lights that that uh, as you get treated to a sonne luminaire. <laughs> this population thing, though, Charles, 
I'm the other aspect of this that interests me is mm. the notion that a, that a big population you know means that it's a better place. Mm. Um, mm. Is that right? You know, I wonder how. I mean, how true really? Because if that really were true, that? I mean, if, you if look that were at, true, that would mean that Canberra is a complete hole. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Oh. Yeah, right. Oh, okay. <laughs> and that Adelaide's well, just dregs. But does it, the... yeah, but I mean, you look at these cities in cities of teeming people in, in India and China, you know. Oh, you know, there's yeah. always some Chinese city that you've never heard of. And they go, oh, yes, and it's home to 48 million people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and you see them all squashed together. I mean, do you look at that and do you think, oh, that looks like paradise? Or yes. I want Melbourne to be like that. <laughs> or if only Melbourne had that many people, it'd be even better. Oh, still, so you you want be Melbourne? So you want Melbourne to be exclu- a bit more exclusive? Do you? You want it to just? Well, this is the thing. Yes, but you don't come to Melbourne because it's the bloody biggest. It's absurd. Yeah. And when these when these forecasts came out, the Herald Sun went nuts. Of course, here the Herald Sun. You know, had a lift-out section when when the figures came out predicting <laughs> that Melbourne was going to become the biggest city by 2030. Mm. It was like, get ready, Melbourne. Yes. The great news. Finally, we're the biggest and best. Mm. <clears throat> you know, but I have heard people say, look, uh, I don't know if it necessarily means it's the best thing ever. The fact that you can no longer park or move or breathe. In, you know, in, in the oh, I can see where you're coming from, but I, I get the impression that Melbourne people have secretly always wanted to be the biggest and the best. Like the fact that they call the St Kilda Boulevard, you know, the world class. What's it called? St, St. Kilda, you know, St Kilda's Melbourne's world class boulevard. They've got a sign proudly about that. Oh, like they want to. Yes, it might even be world world famous. Is it world famous? World like, famous like those, St um, Kilda you know, Boulevard. Those little bakeries bakeries you see yes. on, on road trips. Yeah, <laughs> I think that they've always <laughs> the wanted world famous St Kilda Boulevard. They've lived in the shadow of mm. Sydney, and now Sydney gets the chance to live in the shadow of Melbourne. And look, I think Melbourne is is doing all the right things to make itself as bad as Sydney. Because I, I noticed that when I was in Melbourne, that you're digging tunnels everywhere. Which is, I mean, that's that's the reason oh, yes. you come to Sydney mm. is to see all the tunnels, but you don't see any of Sydney. <laughs> you drive yeah. around Sydney. Oh, we love. That's right. We love. Yeah, yeah, we're very envious of Sydney's tunnels. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, you know, every time I drive through that Lane Cove tunnel, ah, in Sydney, yes. I think, oh, if only Melbourne had a few more of these. And that's not even the best tunnel. Have you tried the M8? Oh, that's a superb yes. tunnel. I yes, have. Oh, that's it's a good. beautiful tunnel. It's very nice. And, oh, look, and I'm praying that, that that Melbourne's. You know, here in M- Melbourne, you know, the Burnley Tunnel is uh, is a good start. Mm. But but that's nah. why we're building um, yeah. <clears throat> another forty nine. Tunnels here. Yes. Do you think that maybe Sydney's mistake was that they, you know, whereas Melbourne locked everyone down for the last couple of years and prevented everyone from leaving, Sydney built all these tunnels, which makes it much easier to escape Sydney. And that's the reason why we've fallen behind. That's why they're all bloody here. Yes. That's why they all came to bloody Melbourne. (laughs) I think you're onto something. It's the tunnels. I feel like we should have, if we'd done this. Topic justice, we would have had more rivalry. I feel like we both appreciate how shit each other's cities are. You know what you're supposed to do when you do these uh, things. Is you're supposed to sort of get on board and really 
defend your own turf, but I can't think of a single thing to defend well, about Sydney mm, except our I mean, The problem is nobody in Sydney does that. No, I mean, Sydney yeah. people don't. We, you know, Sydney people don't don't really care about yeah. the whole rivalry issue. Mm. And uh, whereas Melbourne, a certain type of person in Melbourne cares very deeply. We, we should have invited one of them, one of those sort of Melbourne born and bred people who yes. who have a deep. Deep-seated care factor because yes. I don't because because I've lived in both. I'm sort of like yeah, well they're both kind of just middle of the road cities at the arse end of the world. I, you know, pick pick and choose between them. Yeah, they're both fine. Yeah, both perfectly adequate. Uh, you know, they're not war zones, mm. which yes. is good. Yes, um, but nor are they Paris or New York, which is bad. <laughs> On that note, uh, our gear is from Rode. We're part of the Iconoclast Network. Andrew, it's been a pleasure having you. When are you next? Oh, no, you're still doing the Melbourne. You're still doing Melbourne. So we should. I'm doing a Melbourne run, yeah. We should totally plug your your show because that ends on Sunday. Doesn't it? Well, that's right. I know we should plug. So, if you're in Melbourne and and you you're not uh, admiring the new tunnels, then yes, my show Andrew Hanson is cheap, and uh, that's playing every night <coughs> at Trades Hall in in Melbourne at, at the Melbourne Comedy Festival until this Sunday, the twenty third of April. Then uh, I'm going to be in Perth on the fifth of May. I'm going to be in Brisbane the twelfth of May, and Sydney has the show from the seventeenth to the twenty first of May. And uh, so you can see Andrew Hansen is cheap uh, at any of those places if you like. You go to mrandrewhanson.com and uh, and you can come and see it. It did win an award actually. Uh, oh, yeah. but just ignore that. Which it's award? Not, it's not a uh, it's not a profound, deep and meaningful emotional was it a traumatic journey? Was it an award for most expensive show at the Perth Comedy Festival? <laughs> It used to be, but I took those tickets off. Oh, you took those Charles, tickets, right. But it's, okay. n- it's now, it's so now what, the cheapest. What's, what's yeah, the award? The, the $244 tickets have, uh, are no longer on sale. Oh, my God. I don't know why they were on sale to begin with. But what what um, what is the award? What's the award? the award? The award is an Adelaide Fringe Weekly Award for Best Comedy. Oh, well um, done. But, look, it's it's... Just well, no, not well done. I don't want this to damage my sales. I, it's it's not a profound and difficult show to watch. It's not going to have you in tears. It's not going to, you know, have have a difficult life story or anything like that. It's just a funny show full of songs and sketches. I promise. No, nah, that's bad marketing. You got to promise. You got to promise tears if it's a comedy show nowadays. Everyone wants a bit of. Well, no, pathos. I don't. I, 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 exactly. This is the problem. This is, I'm th- I'm thinking of suing over that award. <laughs> I really am. Yeah. Yeah. Like, don't you give me an award. This show's really entertaining, thanks. Yes, yes, I know what you mean. Can I plug my show while we're at it? You plug your show too. Yes. Uh, so, Wayne and I, we've finished our Melbourne run, but we're doing Perth on the 6th of May. We're doing Sydney on the 11th of May and Brisbane on the 18th of May. So, although I think Brisbane's pretty much sold out. But, you know, Sydney or Perth. Yeah, if you're in Brisbane, just fly down to Sydney and see that show instead. Um, and uh, and you can get tickets from oh, Wankonomics.com. It has won an award. I, I, and and that, I'm jealous because it, that and show, it hasn't won any awards. It has not won an award. Yes, so. because it's just really funny. Ah, yes. you're, you're so far ahead of me. I know. You're, you're way ahead of me. Yes. This is terrible. Um, oh, although dear. I think... Look, maybe I, next year I, I won't want an You know what you should do to sabotage me is to g- give me an award, the Andrew Henson Award for... <laughs> You know, tortuous yes. drama oh, in a idea. comedy show or something. <laughs> really scuttle my sails. Yeah, or I'm a, if I see any of your posters around. Actually, when I'm in Perth, because yeah. I'm in Perth the day before you, your show, right? Oh, really? So you yeah. can see oh, back-to-back see... chaser oh, shows in Perth. Oh, maybe I'll come and see you in Perth. I'll, I'll fly in a day early. 
But I'm going to go and find your posters around Perth and, and I'm going to draw awards on them oh, to bring you, you down to my level. You bastard. Yeah, I noticed, yeah, because yeah, none of your you posters has me. the award on it. You haven't put the award on your posters. Well, I, well I'm not going to advertise that, am I? For yeah, God's sake, right. I want people to come to the show. Yes, exactly. Okay. Our gear is from Rode. We're part of the Iconic Less Network. See you next week. I oh, know. See you tomorrow, probably. Yeah, <laughs> see you tomorrow. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.